0: Welcome back to Quid Pro Quo. I'm Rin. And I'm Issa. And this week we're going to be talking about the pre-writing process. So pre-writing to me is one of the most fun parts of writing. Like I love doing all the world building and the character building and the magic building. Oh my gosh. And the research and just everything. 100%. It's so fun.
1: It's so fun. And honestly, when I like share my ideas and projects with people... I wish that I was just sharing the pre-write stuff. Yes. It's the most fun. It's what I'm the most passionate about. And... It's just so cool.
0: People yes. don't expect it to be perfect because it's, it's pre-writing. Like, like, and plus, they're... a bunch
1: of it doesn't actually make it into the final draft. Exactly. Or the final, like, product. And so, like, or maybe only a hint if it does. Yes. And so, it sometimes feels like a shame to, like do all this work, and then not be able to share it. So yeah. I'm excited that we're talking about this today. Yes, that'd be so
0: good. Maybe we can share a little bit like of our favorite pre-writing.
1: Of, yes. to, like, share about it. So, yeah, so we can just talk about
0: ourselves a little bit, too, this episode, which will be fun. I love that. Okay. <laughs> so one of my first things when I'm doing a pre-writing, or rather, I made this checklist, and I use it for Now Every Project, um, and... I'll go through the checklist and check everything off right before I start the actual drafting process, which for me is when pre-writing ends. Though I think you could argue the pre-writing never ends because you're always going to go back and like add to your character sheets or your other miscellaneous prep stuff it's and building.
1: It's true. Pre-writing... I don't know. I kind of like to think of it almost as like, yes, there's like this big pre-writing chunk before you start like yes. officially drafting, but technically anything that's kind of outside of that drafting process is pre-writing for the next time you draft.
0: Exactly. So I love that actually. Pre-writing.
1: Everything is pre-writing and writing is rewriting. That's true. Yeah. So true. But yeah, tell me more about this checklist because I don't have a checklist. Okay. So I'm interested to see how this is working Excellent. for you. So the first thing on my checklist
0: is the world building setting. Like have I built a world for the story to occur and like i think that's the foundation of the story like you have to have a good believable world or at least an exciting world because i think it's brandon Sanderson's zero law of magic if it's really cool it doesn't necessarily have to make sense uh,
1: <laughs> you um, know
0: that is certainly true and then i'm definitely a planner so I need to have a plot outline. I need to have a character sheets. I need to have a clear conflict. Uh, one thing that I think a lot of people don't really think about consciously is, but I do, is selecting your point of view or your point of view character. Mm-hmm. Cause like I've struggled in the past with like, oh, what point of view do I run- want to write this? And I'm like, I love the idea of a third person on- omniscient narrative, but like then I find it so hard to actually execute. so I find myself slipping like third-person limited, or rather like third-person focused um, on just one character, even if I do occasionally hop into the heads of other characters. Um, And then my final thing on the list is a magic system, and this has gone through a few iterations. I think I have a more recent one somewhere, but this one was easiest to find. Oh,
1: Um, this version of your checklist. This version of my checklist. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. Um, And the magic system is last on the checklist, but not necessarily the last thing I do, because a lot of times I'll conceptualize a cool magic system... And then make a story to, like, showcase it? Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. One idea I had with one of my stories is called Manu and the Mermaids. It's a kind of very twisted Little Mermaid retelling. It's, like, gender bent and gay and twisted and just, like, super fun. But I was like, wow, what if tattoos were magic and, like, bestowed magical powers on people? And it's something that I feel like I haven't seen a lot before.
1: So then you took this idea and then developed more around it kind of? Yes, exactly. Or like it like was a good, it was foundation like a good or Yeah, it was a good springboard. Point. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, there's my pre writing checklist and then we can go in more in depth in each like bullet point if you want, or you could talk a little bit about your pre writing process. Well,
1: okay, so most recently, I've been writing a lot of short stories, or just, like, shorter, just snippets, you know, Um, excerpts, but except (laughs) the rest of the work doesn't exist, so... (laughs) I know, I get that. I do that, too. Yeah, so I think for that, um, I can't imagine myself implementing a checklist, but I kind of think of, like... You know, if I'm if I'm approaching writing and I know that I'm approaching writing, sometimes my pre my pre-writing process is like, like it definitely changes work to work. Like I definitely I kind of treat everything I do like a different beast. Yes. And that's just like the only way I can do it is Absolutely. to is to have no set way to do it. But I do have a lot of tricks that I do like to pull out. So one of those is if there is an idea that excites me, or just like a moment, a string of dialogue or something, I like to jot it down, and I kind of like to let it marinate a bit, Mm -hmm. and I definitely think this is helpful when you're like thinking of a specific scene, or if you're doing a shorter work, where it's kind of more like the focus Instead of, you know, like, if you're doing this larger novel, then there's there's a lot more threads at work there. And so if you just think of, like, one cool thing that's, like, a line of dialogue, your entire novel's probably not going to be centered around that one line of dialogue. Absolutely. As opposed to, like, if you thought of, like, a theme. Or, like you were saying, like, specific world-building elements. And so sometimes I have to take that idea that I get And after, like, thinking about it for a bit, I just kind of do a little free write on it. And even if it's, like, a personal journal entry for the day and my idea is something completely unrelated, if it, like, morphs back around or whatever, I just, I kind of do a bit of a free write to get me either more into, like, the space of it, to see if it's worth exploring, to see if there are other things that emerge that I could be attached to it. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of lets me be creative, like pre-creative to the yeah. actual like creative process so that I get excited to start or something. Um, let's see. One of the other things that I've done that I really enjoy doing is making a quick like bullet point list about whatever I'm going to be writing. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of, like, case by case. Sometimes I just do it once, and then I can, like, go off of that for, like, a longer work. And sometimes it's just every time before I start writing. It's just a little process. Or But basically what I'll do for that is not so much of a plot outline yeah. as, um, like, I'm just like, okay, this is an element that needs to be there. But so is this. And, yeah. like, if I have character a then I need them to change in this way. Yes and it's, exactly. it's super short, not all of them relate but often that's enough for me to be like, okay this is this is why I'm writing this. this is what I'm picking to explore because I find more often than not nowadays I like especially in the short story realm, I'm much more interested in like a specific like character arc. Or a specific, like, character trait, and how that would unfold, or like what that would lead to, or inspire, and and so when I'm, especially when I'm writing short stories, those two are some of my favorite things to pull out for pre-writing. Yeah, absolutely.
0: You, I really like that you talked about having different tools that you pull out for like different projects, and I totally do that too. Like, like I said, this is a easiest iteration of the list to find, because it's, like, the first page in this notebook, but, Mm. like, probably ten pages back from where I am right now, I have a different version of it for my NaNoWriMo book. So, it's definitely, like, projects are each unique, so you need a unique way of handling each one. That's
1: true. Pre-writing does not have to be one-size-fits-all, person-to-person, or project-to-project.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, let's see.
0: What... Would you say is your favorite tool if you haven't already talked about it?
1: Oh gosh. Like what's my your favorite bit of pre writing? Oh gosh. Okay. So for my larger work that I'm currently exploring and pre-writing for. Yeah. Um I have taken okay. So I had I had this like really big sketchbook and while while I do love art what I actually use the sketchbook for is to write on these giant pages that have no lines and I can draw diagrams do whatever the heck I want and it's so freeing so for this larger work that I'm currently working on I've taken several pages of the sketchbook out and I've written like okay so here are like Everything that I could possibly think of about, like, I don't know, lore. Or, yes. like, here's, like, everything that I could probably use as, like, a character name bank. Because I, I decide when I'm going into. It, I'm like, okay, like, what's the vibe? Like, what do I actually need to, like, get at here? And, like, what would sound correct? And then I'll, like, put it all in this thing. That's not something that I've done for every single work. Yeah. But basically... How it ended up is that I have all of these big, like, pages, and then, like, I can tape them all up onto my wall and just, like, look at it. Yeah, And it's just exciting to me. That's so fun. Because then I can, like, visualize all these, like, different ideas that aren't necessarily, like, plot-related or something. And then I'm just, like... connected. Yeah. They're at least, like, connected. And then... So, basically, I just, like these kind of, like, brainstorming pages, but they're, like, yes. the next step after brainstorming for me. Like, they're a little bit more organized they're like into, like... expanding on the brainstorming. ...everything in this category is, like, on this page. Yes. Anyways. Very cool. So I just kind of like to categorize things out so I can just look at all of these elements that I might want to include. Yeah. And then when I'm writing, if I'm, like, stumped, then I can just, like, look back at it and be like, oh, like, this is kind of what was exciting to me about the project yes. in the first place.
0: Yes, and I think, like finding what's exciting to you about a project in the first place is such a good way to, like, renew that spark of joy whenever you're, like, in the middle of the, like, writing process, like, you know, the murky middle, I think as they call it, or whatever the turn of phrases. <laughs> right, right. Uh, some alliteration with the word middle and how terrible it is. <laughs> Middles of the novel are hard. Oh my gosh.
1: Yes, um, they are.
0: But yeah, my favorite tool is very similar. I also have a notebook. It's not very big. It's, like, I don't know. Would you call it six by eight, if that? Maybe. Something I don't know. That. I, I'm not good with size. Neither am I. <laughs> um, but I, like I do a similar thing in this notebook. But when this notebook just is not enough space, I will like check out a room in like the library with a whiteboard, and they have like these huge whiteboards. And then I like bring lots of colors of Expo markers. Oh, and it's I so lovely. Just write, and if I'm at a good stage in the process for to gather people's input, like if I'm stuck or something, I love getting input from both my writer friends and not my writer friends, because like writer friends will have a good way to like make the story go, but the non-writer friends will just have really cool ideas of things to throw in. So I love that's like
1: so true
0: crowdsourcing maybe. You know what? <laughs> I
1: know I think that's a really good part of the pre-writing because ultimately, your work is. Perhaps going to be read by somebody other than yourself hopefully and so it can be good to get input like ultimately even if you're like writing this piece for you yes like it's a good way i i always find that having conversations with people or even just talking at somebody clarifies so many things for me about Mm -hmm. like what i'm going to be doing in my actual writing yeah and it just solidifies ideas left and right so i totally think that's a good tool charting and crowdsourcing. Yeah. I really think. I love that, it's alliterated. It is. It is. Well, pretty
0: much. Pretty much. Anyways, very cool. I think my last piece of advice, um, and this goes a little bit out of the pre-writing process, but like you said, pre-writing during your draft is just pre-writing for the next draft. Um, That's so true. I have done this thing called a reverse outline. And it's where, after you finish the chapter, you go into, like, an Excel spreadsheet or whatever, and you write, like, what happened in the oh, chapter.
1: like, versus, like, what you planned to put into it. Once yes. you have the product, like, putting, like, plot beads or, like... Exactly. Okay. And it's, like, it's been so helpful to me when I go back and,
0: like, revise and rewrite, because I'm just able to, like, you know, look at what actually happened. I don't necessarily have to read everything word for word again if I'm just trying, and I don't have to, like... Scroll through 300 pages it's like and do at a docs. glance, yes. what is
1: actually in your writing. Exactly. But yeah, I think that's all my advice. Um, yeah, that kind of sums up mine too, because honestly, a lot of this was through experimentation and whatever kind of feels like it would be like, creatively motivating for whatever piece i yes.
0: It's like throwing a bunch of gummy hands at the wall, like the gummy Which one hands? sticks? Yeah, exactly. And Which stick with sticks? that guy. Yeah, and stick one. with that one. Like Maybe it's the blue one, and that works really well for you. I was envisioning the yellow one. Oh, oh the yellow one? That just goes to show. <laughs> that it's different for everyone. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, anyways, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, this has been Quid Pros Quo. Join us next time when we talk about drafting versus revision.